0: Let's go, Big Daddy. to
1: have a ball. From beautiful downtown North Royalton, Ohio, this is the GLC. Right now, we've got on video chat, we've got Bender, we've got Carlita, we've got Chuck Galletti, and we've got Pickles. And now, here's the Italian stallion, Chuck Galletti! What
0: is that? He's like, what is
2: that?
3: What is that on your
0: lap? <laughs> he's on the show. Now he gets to see Oscar the dog. He needs ah. a haircut. The, the groomers have all closed down too. So he's. Uh,
3: yeah, he got I, pretty- need, I need a haircut too. So do you. We, we, we all are looking like 70s at the moment. No, I love
0: the new uh, getup Marty has going, this Zoom thing. I never thought I'd be able to hook it up, but me and Bill had no problem z- zooming it into yes. our phones and whatnot. And Carlita, you were the one who seemed to uh, be baffled by the whole thing.
2: Just so you know, I was the first one who set it up with him within three seconds, sweetheart. Just now, because I was jumping out of the tub, uh, I was trying to get in on the code. That's the reason why. But I set it up with him. I set it up with him. I was the first one to set it up with them a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it,
3: wasn't, it wasn't very hard. I know nope. you are pretty tried uh yesterday and got on the phone with me and we did it here from the office and it only took about uh 10 minutes minute. to do it
1: yeah and what what once how you how found you out can... what your password was you know
3: yeah how come you can't see me there marty that's well, because I am. yeah How long does it take to switch over once you start, once you start actually? Listen,
1: listen, this is all new to me. So understand it's going to be doing some switching. And as soon as somebody else has some audio, it will switch to them. So that's why I told everybody just when one person's making a comment, wait until that person finishes and then the other person talks and then the camera will switch. It's all intermittent with the software. So you're on. And then
3: how come I just shut up? And it didn't switch to you
1: because I'm not. I'm the moderator. I'm not in the room with you guys. I am the moderator of the room, so I can talk. But it's not going to switch to me unless I got on on my phone. And we don't want that to happen. No, no,
0: no. no. <laughs> so how how's
1: everybody doing? By the way, doing very good.
0: I just want to plug in real quick before I tell you guys how I've been doing. Uh, coming up later on the show, we got uh, from. Southern Radio, right,
1: Marty? Yes, from Southern Exposure Radio, Joe Alvello, who has a uh, popular radio show down in Florida. And he's going to tell us why he believes that opening, you know, they're talking about maybe doing a soft opening on May 1st. And he's going to tell, he's going to say that he doesn't believe opening back the country and putting profit and money above people's lives on May 1st is more important and so he'll talk about that and then you guys can debate him on that
3: you know that's a bunch that's a bunch of crap uh money is much more important because that's survival so you know money's not the only thing yeah but it's way ahead of whatever's in second place and everybody needs it and that's what everybody's bitching about now not getting the free money from the government so uh it is about the money it is about opening it up and i can't wait to debate this guy because, I mean, he thinks that human life is more important than business. No, business goes on. Human life ends. That's See, just a fact. Now, Marty,
0: I'm all at peace today. I'm having my coffee. I'm on my couch. I've got my dog with me looking very majestic back there. I, Carlita, I told him before the show him and bill but marty is really becoming the jerry springer of Galetti's last call he's going to put this guy on joe and he's going to have this opinion you already heard bill get a hold of him wait till booms has a uh a, a pain pop just had to go and so so that's what we got coming up so it should be very uh, entertaining even though i'm going to be I am going to be the moderator, even though Marty says he's sitting back there moderating the pictures.
2: Well, I will tell you, along with the people that are not getting uh, free monies for businesses and whatnot, I am kind of happy to be off and I like for it to be continuing to be off for a little bit. I mean, I'm enjoying this time (laughs) more than anybody probably to just relaxing and just letting nature take its course i think i don't think opening on may 1st is smart i think we should wait a little bit longer since the second the second uh spring of uh corona has come into china and now it's even deadlier so this is the second wave of it right now
3: i got something I, you know uh, on the whole issue of should we go back uh, now or no. should we wait to go back and I kind of agree with you Carla uh, that a lot of us are used to kind of being off and it being a little bit less and we have we have built in excuses for why we're not going to be doing certain things yeah. and it's like no I think I'll just hang in tonight I'm supposed to hang in tonight. It took me about uh, two weeks. Hey, Marty, how come it isn't changing?
1: It, 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 it may not be changing on yours, but they can see you. I can see you. The audience can see you. So don't worry about it. You're on. It's, it's working with no problem. Again, this is a work in progress, and it all depends on the speed of people's internet. So you're on right now. Don't worry about it. Keep going.
3: Yeah, well, I, all, no, all, all I was getting to was uh, it took a couple of weeks where I was feeling kind of guilty i don't know about you guys but when i would wake up it was like i I should be doing something i i really like i'm 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 anxious to get doing something and now that it's been a month uh i'm like you carla i'm kind of enjoying this pace maybe it's because i'm a little older but hey it's really not that bad i mean i'm getting some work done uh i miss going to restaurants I miss being able to go out to a bar, and that'll come along. I just wonder what we're going to do this summer for all the people that go away to Carolina or Florida or New Jersey, like I do, to the beaches, which are still closed, as far as I know. Yep,
2: but I will tell you. Oh, go ahead, Chuck.
0: Well, I'm, I'm just nervous, uh, like, to be selfish, for me, I mean, we got a pool here, you know, at the complex I live in. I like going out the pool reading the USA Today. I mean, they probably aren't going to open that pool this year, I'd imagine.
3: I don't see them open it open
1: in public. Yeah? What was that? Go Again, Bill, again, this is a, you know, with with Chuck Speed, he's probably got the, you know, the ghetto speed. So, you know, sometimes his thing is. <laughs> yeah, it, it,
3: it, it, it sounded like his dog farted. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. What was that? Crazy, what was it? Was it the dog? Like
2: a foghorn. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just Chuck, we know what it is. It's all that food that you're eating.
3: <laughs> oh my god, Chuck, what are you doing? Don't you have any other hobbies?
0: Can I tell you something? I've been eating way, way too much. Last night, Mark cooked something called Frogmore Stew, <coughs> it had gobasi you know, in it, it had sauerkraut in it. Had potatoes in it. Had shrimp in it. Had corn on the cobs, little corn on the cobs in it. It was absolutely good. Frogmore stew, it was called. Mm. Smelled like man's meal too. Something you'd
3: see Fred Flintstone sucking on something. Like that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> hey, th- you know something. Wait a minute. You know you know something. You, you, you just said something, and this goes along with what are we all doing for entertainment? each uh, other I have fa- I have re-found the Flintstones <laughs> on cable the the prime time uncut uh, episodes of the Flintstones that I remember when I was a kid watching you know at home at eight o'clock at night it was like seven it was the Flintstones and the Je- Jetsons I believe yes
0: really I don't
3: I don't remember it
0: being I, I don't remember the
3: prime time Bill that's before oh. my time. Yeah, from seven to eight, (laughs) it was the Flintstones and it was the Jetsons. And it was on at at night and great writing. I mean, watch it today if you catch it, because they're doing, yeah, they're doing like uh, uh, marathons of different shows. Check out the Flintstones. Brilliant writing for the time. You know, it was written for adults but animated for
1: kids. All right. Talking on the GLC, we're doing video chat. We've got all the show members on the phone on the, uh, on video right now. Coming up at 1230 is Joe Alvello from the show Southern Exposure, popular show down South. He's going to join us in the video chat. And then at 1245, Chuck Booms will join us with lower the booms. He'll be on the phone because his, Lazy ass didn't set up the video chat with me. Surprise, surprise. The other thing, Chuck, is I I am so jealous of you right now because almost every day or every other day, Chuck Galetti posts pictures about some some fantastic looking dish that he has. One of his best friends is a world renowned chef, Chef Mark Perriano. Now, uh, uh, incidentally, guys, Mark Perriano texted me at 10 to 12 and said, What's your address? I got a mask on and I'm going to drop some sushi outside in front of your door. So we'll see if that's actually going to happen. But it is amazing at the dishes that Chuck Galetti has been having because his freaking Chef Mark is fixing him these amazing meals every day.
3: What about what about the pictures I've been sending you guys of our breakfasts every day? Your breakfast look you look like you're having a great time. You're out at the uh,
0: island or your, your island yeah. out there and you're having Time you had some nice days and weather. I've enjoyed the weather. I've been trying to get out a little more, but uh, I just had, I walk a couple days here and there, but still slacking.
3: Are you Are you guys, any of you guys, and, and I know what Booms is going to say, are any of you guys ready to join the revolution and say, hell no, we're not going to stay anymore inside? I mean, are you, or are you, are you still okay? We've got to wait another two weeks, three No, two, I just,
0: I go by, uh,
3: I get out
0: now. I mean, I get out and I do things, but I. I
1: okay, Chuck. Sometimes you get stuck. So I'll. There you people,
0: go. People.
1: Go ahead, Chuck. You're you still can, on. And you can
0: see, um, you can see the way they look at you. There's actually fear in their eyes, and I think I'm, I'm beyond that now. Uh, I don't. I, I think everybody should do what makes them comfortable.
3: Carlita, I, I just went to the post office this morning before coming into the office, and I did not wear a mask. And uh, there was a couple other people in there that didn't have masks, but most everybody had a mask, and the tellers had a mask. And I, I'll admit, uh, I went in with confidence and like, you know, what are you looking at? But I was feeling a bit guilty at this point. And, you know, uh, there's more people that I see wearing
2: masks than not
3: now. Carlita?
2: I, heard it. I heard from the doctors, a couple close friends of mine that contacted me and said that the people who have it, are they have to wear it. It doesn't really, it could still get through the mask no matter what. But they said that a lot of the people, which I don't understand this completely. I know that they're watching our show, but they had told me that the people who did not have it, they just have to keep their hands washed, keep it, you know, sanitized that they do not have to wear the mask if you do not have it, which doesn't really make sense to me. But I do still hold my breath when I walk past people, and I try not to go into the stores. I've been a little bit selfish myself too, and I've been going um, i I've been going away a little bit, not going back to my home back in uh, Ohio. So it's kind of nice to get a little break.
1: Well, I got to tell my you, got
2: disappeared go away again it's kind of
1: (laughs) nice yeah what for me it's amazing Uh, i've been playing uh pickleball uh once a week which has helped me in a lot of cases because i need you know i'm sitting i'm like chuck i've been sitting around i've been eating really good i've been making this pork and ground pork and ground turkey lasagna and just eating good (laughs) and having a good time the other thing is i noticed bill was talking about are you you know afraid to go out what are you going to do well, it's amazing when I go to like Giant Eagle, I've gone to Home Depot or Walmart. You definitely want to have your mask on when you go to Walmart. But <laughs> but uh, uh, it's amazing how people react around each other, just passing each other in an aisle with a cart, just grabbing something off the shelf. People are like, like you have the plague, you know, when they when they see you. Bill, it's amazing how people are right now. With They're just scared to be anywhere near each other. People are running for the hills all the time, you know?
3: When is that, that going to change? When are we as a society going to have enough confidence to go sit next to somebody anywhere?
0: When there's a vaccine. Uh-huh.
1: Well, I guess so. I guess so, but... Uh, again, I don't know if it's ever going to change. I think because you know you got people, you got the people who used to listen to Art Bell, you know, the conspiracy theorists. I don't know if they're ever going to go oh. back to being normal. They're going to act, they're going to be like this for the rest of their lives. Marty, yeah. Will you, will you get a vaccine? You
3: don't get vaccines. You're one of those, I believe, that doesn't get vaccines.
1: Oh, oh no, no, no. I, I got the flu shot. I got the... Uh, uh, okay. Over the last okay. couple right. of years, when I got when I started getting sick a lot, finally, the doctor talked me into getting the vaccine. So I get my flu shot and all the other vaccines. So, again, okay,
3: you get used to. When I knew wow. you, OK, because you used to talk against. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna
1: take a chance. So, you know. Yeah, I didn't want to get the. I didn't want to get the. I I just think it's crazy. But I, now I guess I understand it. I didn't understand what they, why they want me to. They want to inject me with the flu so I don't get the flu. Yeah. And I never knew that that was a flu shot. I thought the flu shot was just vaccine to keep you from wow. getting the flu. But they actually give you the flu so you don't get the flu. Yeah, but it's dead. Yeah. Yeah, see, and again, I'm a brother from the hood. I didn't know that. You know, I just knew that. I thought it was crazy. They want to give me the flu so I don't get the flu.
3: Real quick question, why you said brother from the hood. How are you reacting and what are you hearing from people, from your black family, friends, whatever, on the issue of it's killing more black folks than anybody else. And like Chicago, it was like what forty six percent of the deaths are black, yet only 14 percent of the population is black. How how are you guys processing that? It well, because be like we've had a plague against black folks like this.
1: One second, Carlita. What? And I'm not. And I'm going to say this, and I'm and I mean it honestly. All my relatives, all my friends, African American, they have not talked one bit about deaths or catching the virus or anything else they only know one to know one thing where is my check and that's it that's am serious that's all they care about where is my check why have I gotten my check I saw the story of the guy who has custody of his child but he was behind on on uh, on uh, child support payments. So they took his check to pay the ba- his backlog of child support payments, even though he has custody of the child. And so he called Action 19 News and they did a story on this. And he's saying it's unfair. Yes, I made a mistake and I fell behind on my payments. But now I have custody of my child. Well, the government and the state, they don't care. If you owe them money, they're going to take the money.
2: Uh, which
1: they should. Do you agree with that? Um, unfortunately, Bill. Yes. Uh, if you, the fact is, if you are behind on payments, they don't forgive you for the payments. And all of a sudden, you win the lottery. You think you're not supposed to still make your payments that you owe. You gotta exactly. pay. You make. You gotta make the payments. So it's nobody's fault but his. So I just don't think he has a leg to stand on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That. I, I don't know
1: what to say either. I mean, again, you know, it probably sucks for him. Yeah. By by the way, uh, Chef Mark Perriano just knocked on my door. He, I opened the door. I heard somebody banging on the door, and I'm doing the show, and they wouldn't stop banging. So I opened the door. There's Chef Mark standing there with a mask on, and he hands me. Hold on. Let me let me let me put this on real quick. Put this on me. Wow. He hands me this container here. And uh, I will open it after the show. But he said he would bring me my sushi. I think he actually literally brought me the sushi, guys. So, Chef Mark, thank you so much.
2: He did it without us
3: there. Yeah, really. That's yeah, yeah. How about that? You pick the you yeah. pick your shots when we're not
1: around. But Bill, you don't need sushi anyway.
3: Well, you don't need bait. You don't
1: eat the bait sushi. You eat the sushi that doesn't have fish in it. Well, no, no, that's not true. I eat the oh, it's true. Uh, I eat the crab meat and I eat the shrimp. I, so those part of the seafoods I eat. But I'm not eating raw tuna or raw fish. I tell you oh, that I mean, right I'm now. And what you eat is
3: cooked. You know eat? <laughs> well,
1: yes, I'm not eating. I'm not eating raw sushi. I, I'm, not, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to eat raw fish. Okay.
2: That's why he doesn't go downtown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who doesn't?
2: <laughs> I do. Don't know what you mean. <laughs> We're talking. I'm thinking about Dominic. When uh, we need him on here too.
1: Hey, by the way, Dominic. I saw an email from Dominic. They're doing twenty-five dollar wing dinners for four. And they're saying, oh, wow. yeah, they're saying, you know, if you were tired of the other food, fast food and stuff, get their wing dinners. You can get them for uh, 25 bucks. And I think they deliver it. Uh, who knows what the cost of that is. But it's wow. for a dinner for four. So, Dominic. I, go ahead, Bill.
3: No, no. I uh, What I was going to say, I don't know about you guys. Because we've been talking about food and, and showing the, 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 the meals. I'm actually losing weight in this really this pandemic because i'm i'm not really eating the volume that i was eating and i'm certainly not eating the takeout fast food high fat diet that i was eating like every day i mean i was eating takeout at one point most of the time every day right and Uh, you know, we're eating more at home and eating leftovers and planning the meals and I'm not snacking as much in between. I'm losing weight. I've lost about 13 pounds.
1: Wow. Uh, I real quick, I'm going to just bring in Joe Avello just so he can say hi and then I'm going to give some numbers and then we'll go with uh, Joe Avello from the uh, popular radio show Southern Exposure. Joe, you there?
4: Yes, I'm here. I don't know if you can hear me or not. Yes, I,
1: there you go. I, I see you. Uh, and again, how long you been doing your radio show down there, Joe?
4: It's new. So, um, uh, and it's more my Southern exposure, my perspective on things just across the board. And I was just listening to all of you talking. And um, I'm new uh, to doing this with you all. So I hope you can forgive me or give me a little <laughs> bit of extra uh-huh. leniency. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh Marty and I go back a long time back in the WTAM days. So, um uh, it's a pleasure to be invited and it's a pleasure to even have the opportunity to talk with all of you.
1: All right, Joe, we'll get Thank you to, we'll get to you in a second, Joe. Here's the latest numbers on COVID-19. Right now, the Ohio Department of Health showed 557 deaths in Ohio with at least 13,725 cases. In the United States right now, 776,093 cases with 41,758 deaths. We got the Cleveland Clinic sending caseworkers to Michigan Hospital that are crippled by the outbreak. And, of course, uh, uh, at least 2,700 coronavirus-related deaths as of Wednesday in uh, Michigan. And uh, CSU criminal professor says inmates need to be released now to prevent the spread of coronavirus because of right now 75 percent of our prisons in Ohio, 75 percent of the people are testing positive for COVID-19. Now, Joe, real quick, you were I was talking with you the other day, and you were saying that you don't believe that because they're talking about a soft opening on May 1st, the governor of Ohio, and of course President Trump. And I was saying to you, we got to get the com- we got to get the country moving again. And you started saying that you didn't believe that uh, putting money and profit over lives was a good deal. So go ahead and talk about your position real quick.
4: Uh, Down here in Southern Florida, we have some pretty rough numbers that are much more than yours up there in Ohio. Um, I live just north of Miami. I'm in Broward County. Um, It's pretty staggering. and, And some of the people that I know personally um, have been in contact with other individuals, even though myself and my family have isolated ourselves from pretty much everyone, except for doing basic shopping, uh, wearing a mask, goggles, gloves, um, wiping down the groceries uh, when we bring them in, or whatever's is necessary, um, and making certain that I'm safe. And if you have anyone who has any type of illness, which I believe probably, I don't know the exact numbers, but there's a large percentage of the population who have some type of illness or sickness or disease or bad heredity. And to say that this is only affecting just 1% or 2% of any of those isolated populations, I think is a little bit um, misleading possibly, but that's just my perspective. That's my Southern point of view. Um, And I understand radius, I don't know what else to call you um, because that's the name. That's Bill. That's Bill Bender. Bill. Okay. All right, Bill. I'm sorry. Um, and and I like the banter that you had with Marty and also Chuck Galetti. I, I don't know if you recognize me. I was a little Puerto Rican boy, uh, 20 years old, that worked over at the radio station a long time ago. With, uh, was, was,
3: was was he around when I was there as production director Martin?
1: No, I believe Joe didn't I didn't meet Joe until we moved down to West Ninth in uh what Joe was it ninth was, was it before the trip 92. show or afterwards?
4: No, it was during the trip show.
1: Right. So he was he was more like in the nineties, Bill.
4: Okay, yeah. I, I left I left like eighty eight, eighty nine. Um uh just to to, to, to address what you had mentioned earlier is that Thanks. you're ready to get back to work. I think everyone is ready to get back to work. But the part that I find distressing is when people try to push something onto other individuals when there's not enough information to make anyone feel comfortable. At this point, the parts that I wanted to bring up, if you can allow me to continue for a moment. Go ahead. Um, is that we're talking about major corporations that refuse to close, like Tyson, that was just released, that they talk about the meatpacking company. Um, we're talking about nursing homes with deaths in 9,000 and 4,500 facilities in the United States. We're talking about prisoner populations that are being affected. Now, the part that I have a problem with is that if it's something that is so simple as washing your hands to stop the spread, How did we get to this point? If in the hospitals, they have to wash their hands, they already had in the past PPE, enough to get by on a daily basis. If in the the, uh, nursing homes, the same protocols are taken, which I would presume, considering that most of the people in those nursing homes are either being partially subsidized by the government, and then also their families are paying the difference, that there is more than enough money for them to have hand sanitizer. There's more than enough money for them to be able to wash their hands so if if in those populations with those isolated numbers we saw such a huge skyrocket and then all that the
1: uh-oh getting stuck all right i think he, i think I agree with him, though. Well, well hold on one second because i'm what i'm going to do as a moderator i'll let you guys go one at a time uh, Joe, your your mic got stuck, so I'm going to let Bill respond to what you've said so far. We'll go with Bill, then Chuck, then Carlita, then we'll come back to Joe. Go, Bill. Uh,
3: where where I'm actually uh, on, on this subject is I too am waiting for some vaccine or something to be developed uh, where the medical community could say this provides some form of protection or at least lessening the effects so it's not killing as many people and at that point in time which hopefully is soon uh we need to go back to work i realize that there are a lot of people now who are used to this and who say they want to go back to work but don't really want to go back to work it's nice collecting money that actually is ours (laughs) in the first place but it's 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 nice to have a little break to rediscover your family, to rediscover hobbies, to rediscover if you can go outside nature, to reflect on your life. But damn it, life is full of risks. Go back. Go back. People are going to die. Sorry about that, but people die from all kinds of reasons. And this seems to be a very low risk.
1: All right. It's just fear. Okay. uh oh, You got it. Go ahead, Chuck. You're next. Uh, game, uh, Joe is back with us. Go ahead, Chuck. All right, Joe. I listen. It,
0: it's so great to have a fresh voice on the show. I know um, Bill. I, I heard his stance, and I, I I agree with a lot of things Bill say about people getting back, and it is a low number right now. Uh You know, hopefully it stays that way. But uh, I think you make a lot of great points. I mean. This, this disease spreads, and we don't really yet know how it spreads because it spreads so quickly. One day, they'll tell you it's airborne. The next day, they'll say it's not. I mean, you're right. These people in hospitals, they got the highest uh, equipment of all, sanitizing, and uh, they're still catching it. So I, it isn't as simple as washing your hands. But I, I don't really know at this point. I'm starting to live my life a little more personally. Uh, obviously, I... I have one of those pre existing conditions. I tell Bill he has a pre existing condition. Uh, it, it probably would be more serious for us to catch it. But uh, I'm, I'm kind of getting Nancy to start doing a, li- a little more. I'm not having anything full tilt, and I'm not going to protest anything or say any kind of conspiracy theories or whatever. But uh, I, I'm
1: itching to get back to a little bit of normalcy. All right, Carlita, oh, you're wait, up next. Wait, wait,
3: wait. Well, one thing to, to stick on the end of that is that our officials, our elected officials, are nuts. They're left, right, center. They don't make common sense a lot of the times. Um, most of the time when I listen to this crap, what it says to me is, I just don't want to be blamed. I, as governor, or I, as, as an official, I just don't want to be blamed for any deaths. So this is what I'm saying. I mean, is that not insane in Michigan to say that you can go on the lake? I live on the water. You can go on the lake in a canoe or a kayak, but if you have a motorboat, you're not allowed to go out on the water. What kind uh, of crap is that?
1: Go ahead, Carlita.
3: If, if, if you have a vacation home, you're not, in, in Michigan, you're not allowed to go from your prime residence, let's say, in Detroit, where it's a hot spot, out into on a lake someplace where there's no disease reported at the time, that's illegal.
2: These people are nuts. All right,
1: Carlita. Carlita, hold up. Carlita, you're up. Go.
2: Oh, I was just enjoying it. But going back to what he had said, too, like I myself, I'm a business owner, and I lost – the time they denied me from getting the $10,000 loan. They said they ran out of money and they did. Also, me too,
3: they did me too, but they said that I was in line. I filled out the paperwork. I got a call yesterday. I've gotten a call every day, Carlita, from my banker, tell, you know, giving me an update, you know, that they ran out of money last week, that they're, you know, that they're voting for it. And if you filled out and put your application in, it should be in line.
2: Yeah, they had told me that I was denied. I don't know why, but I'm well, just like I said. I'm I would deny you. <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> um, I haven't gotten Ever. any. I haven't gotten any money from the government. I haven't done. I mean, I've been living very like frugal, like I always do, and I live very um, simple. And I cook with a lot of herbs and I cook with a lot of spices. And I did prepare myself. My uncle told me that works with the government. He told me to always make sure you have at least six months supply of food in yeah. your home. Yeah. And you know what? I've always done that. Even enough to, I cook huge meals when I'm in town for my children. And if they go to my condos, one of the places, they, they have plenty of food in the refrigerator to throw on the grill and to cook so does
3: your, does your business does your, go ahead go ahead, Chuck.
0: Hi, how are you now Carlina I love it but let's be realistic we've all been in the house like a month your hair's standing straight up near my hair I, I'm growing out I mean whatever if if you did this for Carlina I know you if you had to stay in your house for six months and just eat and you're
2: full of it, you would be out who are you I have six months of food. Okay, so let me go back. So you guys all know,
3: you You all know. You love your kids, but you don't love them that much.
2: But everybody knows that I cook or that I work seven days a week. So to me, I hate to say this, but this is like a complete vacation. And I haven't complained once. I've driven off to a couple places. And I've gone to a couple places to just be only with one or two people, and maybe it be two weeks at a time. But I have been completely secluded, and it feels so good. Like I could probably do this for a long while more. I I I hope, I, I, I hope I, it's true that we are not allowed to open until June fifteenth. Like <laughs> this morning. Well, did on, the- your,
3: on I, your on your business, when you applied for the PPP loan or whatever. Uh, Do you pay anybody regularly like on a salary or is it all just based upon uh, business and tips and whatever?
2: Yeah, we just get paid business and tips. And if the money does not come in.
3: So that was what they were telling me as a small business owner. I had to produce six months of payroll that was consistent. And that's what they gave me money on.
1: All right, real, real quick. Let, let me go back to uh, Joe Alvello, Southern Exposure. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, hold on, Chuck. I'm coming back to you, Chuck, because we don't have a lot of time. So uh, uh, go back to uh, Joe Alvello from Southern Exposure. What's your next? I'm like Oprah right now. Uh, you say what, Joe? Go.
4: Um, well, number one, I wanted to say Carlita and also um, uh, uh, Bill. Um, I'm a small business owner as well. Um, I don't know if you've ever. Uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of people have heard of all the big um, rideshare services and food deliveries and all that kind of stuff. I work with local companies here directly within a five mile radius, pun intended. um, Bill Radius uh, that (laughs) we 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 deliver food to people's (laughs) homes uh, for rest from restaurants. We also pick up their medication. Uh, For people who are homebound. And this is on a regular basis. This is something that that we've been doing for over two years. Um we also does it for you. I do it. And and also I have two or three different drivers whenever they're available, but usually it falls back on my shoulders for the most part. So if it's gonna if this is affecting anyone, it's definitely affecting me the most, as well as my family, as well as the people that we have had work with us and these small little businesses that we've you know nurtured and try to help grow, that we're being taken advantage of by the big corporations out there, um, are the ones that are suffering the most. Some of them have closed temporarily. Now they're starting to slowly open, but I don't really feel comfortable because I don't know definitively that the food that I'm going to be delivering is safe or that the person who, um, who packages it up or the person where the meat came from or the person who picks up the bag and gives it to their, let's say their elderly parents or, or their disabled child um, on a plate, that that person is washing their hands or, or what that situation is. Hey, so,
3: hey, hey, Joe, Joe, yeah. what, what is the, the real, the real situation, I, I'll use the word granularly, granularly, uh, <laughs> I hear it every day, on the ground where you are, as far as people wearing masks, uh, doing the distancing, but mostly really wearing masks. I'm, I'm interested in observing that around, you know, the people. I'm not going to wear them. And have, What's going on where you are right on the ground?
4: Okay, uh, right in northern Fort Lauderdale, close to Wilton Manors, um, the, there are signs on most of the businesses that are handwritten, whether it's a gas station or a grocery store, no mask, no entry. Um, and some of those places did that partially because I suggested it, because we have a lot of people that we work with directly that are mo- small mom and pop shops. Right. Uh, so, and then also the same token, um, in Fort Lauderdale, they mandated that if, if someone goes into one of these locations or the staff, um, gets, uh, uh caught not wearing them, that they could be shut down. Um, right. that's one of the proactive measures that, um, uh, mayor, Dis- uh, mayor, um, Trantalis uh, made um, a couple weeks ago, which I, I, I completely wholly support that. Now in reference to people, social distancing while they're jogging or bicycling or walking, not a lot of people wear a mask during those types of situations. And myself and my partner take a bike ride, well I should say we used to daily. For uh, the last week or so, I didn't feel comfortable doing that out of fear of, of what's happening and trying to find some information about you know how far it's necessary to be behind someone. I mean, I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but I guess the best test would be, you know, maybe, you know, take um, some cologne, I would say, and spray it as you're walking and have someone walk behind you. So then if you do that exact same thing.
1: Oh, he froze up again.
3: What happened? If you do that, exact I want to know.
2: But I agree. They're claiming that it lingers in the air, everybody. You're supposed to, like, I will tell you one thing, when I reopen, every single, pl- every single person that books an appointment, I've already been telling them, they will be wearing a mask entering my facility, and I will be wearing a mask myself. I have the N95s, which I don't believe that they even work, but I will be wearing a mask from now on. Uh, my daughter will be wearing a mask when I'm in my facility. But I have the front door open, the back door open, and I've got the um, my stage burning 24-7. And I, guess, again, I,
3: I, I can't even begin to think about doing anything like that. I know. Going forward uh, for, for forever, that's not going to be a new normal. That is just, that's ridiculous. It's There's there are a lot more things that will kill you out there. And I think that we're going to just wake up someday and go, hey what the F let's just get on with life and be more clean and be more careful and be more cautious about what we're doing, but not like you got to wear a mask. every. It is so stupid to wear a mask outside when especially you're not
2: around anybody. Yeah. I'm not, I, agree, I agree with in, you in my facility. I'm talking about where I'm doing clients hands on, I will be wearing gloves from now on. Well, that's, you know, yeah, okay, okay, that makes sense. Them- wearing a mask, being up no, close I, to them. Go ahead, Chuck. Bill, you know, I understand your frustration.
0: I, I I, mean, when you hear that, but let's be realistic. I think what Carlina's uh, uh, describing is, is something that's nice that she would do that, but I think she's going to be forced by the state to do it. I don't even think there would be a question. Uh, there. When they open these places up, think of the restaurants. that uh, I went to a restaurant in Lakewood one time, this little Italian restaurant. It was in a house, it seemed like. It was a real small place. And I think of the tables being on top of each other. When that place opens up again, if they had to go six feet into tables, that guy will never make it. His place isn't big enough. I mean, you know, let he me, served
3: probably a few dinners, but those are going to be the rules. Let me, let me just make one quick comment on that and saying... Realistically, not that anybody's going to think this way, but realistically, if you would be willing to go back to a restaurant, right, when this is over, quote unquote, over, it shouldn't matter to you if the tables are close or not. You're either going to go back or you're not. You're either afraid to go outside or you're not okay let's got to get to that
1: point let's go back to uh, Joe Alvelo southern exposure Joe we're gonna uh, let you make your final points because in about five minutes we gotta let everybody on video go and then because uh, we got to get Chuck booms on the phone for lower the booms Joe Alvelo go southern exposure
4: all right uh, bill thank you for for your perspective and I agree with you I'm not afraid to go outside I'll take the necessary precautions until this blows over um, Chuck uh, I want to thank you for allowing me to th- just talk with you as well. And I always enjoy your personality and Carlita. Um, I, I'm the same way as you. I'm fine for staying at home for at least another 30 days, let's say, uh, or 60 days. I can cut my own yeah. hair. I'll be okay. <laughs> um, and if, if I want to go outside, I go to my backyard. If I If yep. I want to go outside... Um, I can take a jog around the block or ride a bicycle or or continue on with some projects in the house or outside the house or inside the house. It doesn't mean I need to put myself in unnecessary harm's way, considering that no one seems to know definitively what's going on from local, federal, state. Everyone seems to be guessing at this point. All I know is that I'm not going to permit any type of danger to come into my house with having two dogs and a cat and two other people. And, you know, I'm not going to do that. And I wouldn't project that or put myself out there in a situation to potentially danger someone else, whether known or unknown indirectly. And then Marty, I want to just thank you for the opportunity for my Southern exposure to you for even inviting me to even talk with you guys. And hopefully um, I didn't offend anyone or say anything or take Ew, anyone no. off. <laughs> Listen, this, this show is all
1: about Joe, this show is all about offending people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: The other thing, Yeah, the other thing, Joe, is that that I, I look at and it's tell me another subject that you can remember that in, in in history that you've been alive for where the almost you could say the entire planet, if you're no. living and breathing, you are no. aware of the situation and Brother you're. No. In, and you're getting inundated with education and with suggestions and all of this stuff. So we're kind of intelligent human beings. We're intelligent animals. I think we're getting to the point where we've been educated and it's going to be up to the individual human being, whether they follow it or not, regardless of what government says. And the First Amendment, I mean, you can't you can't clamp down. That's hard in this country
1: anyway. All right, Joe Avello, Southern Exposure, final thought. Go. Thank you.
4: That's it. Thank you. <laughs> oh. That's my little, little happy you. face.
1: Love you, brother. Thank you so much. We'll do it again, okay?
4: All right, thanks,
1: Mike. All right, Joe Thank Avello you. from Southern oh, Exposure. God. Guys, I got booms on the line. Let's let's go for a one-by-one. One one. We'll start with Chuck. Final thoughts for the week. Go, Chuck.
0: Oh, this is Final Thoughts. I'll tell you, Marty, I love the new setup. This is very nice. I hope, uh, guys, my dog's been great. Huh? He's just been laying there the whole time. He's been a great uh, companion through this uh, time. I was glad today to see you guys. This is kind of cool with the uh, setup. I can tell each week uh, we're going to be back with a little bit more. But uh, I think things are getting better. I think uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll slowly but surely start getting back to normal here
1: shortly. But uh, I don't know. will keep our cool. We made it this far all right Uh, thank you chuck galetti chuck galetti of the glc bill bender final thoughts for the week Go.
3: i think that uh things are uh improving we are getting used to what we can and can't do i mean when i look at what's going on and in my life uh it's pretty relaxed and it's pretty nice i mean if i want food a certain kind of food i pretty well can go and take it out and bring it home uh but i will say i am missing human touch, contact. I'm missing hugging my son and my future daughter-in-law. I'm missing being around other people and debating them face-to-face and feeling that energy and 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 love and respect. Uh, I really am tired of this format where we have to communicate across the airwaves, but this, too, will improve shortly, I,
2: I hope,
3: and we'll be back together.
1: So. Love love you, brother. We'll talk to you love next you. week. Carly, the final thoughts, girlfriend.
2: I just wish everybody the, uh, the time that we do have off and this relaxing little bit of moment. Hopefully, people, loved ones, get to appreciate each other. And uh, we miss everybody. And I'm still close to and seeing my loved ones um and I just want everybody to enjoy what we have and don't take things for granted and just you know treat people how you want to be treated and let's all just stay safe and when it's time to come back let's uh keep ourselves clean <laughs> and call me do you cut hair carly I do I do everything oh yeah oh, well, good yeah, well, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> everything,
3: but Uh, I'm I'm interested in the uh, hair at the moment. So when you guys open up, finally, let me know because uh, I need need some work.
2: I will tell you, if you look on my Facebook page, you'll see me cutting my son's hair last week. I saw that, yeah. um, I got to cut their hair, do their beard work. I did their mustache, their eyebrows. Do they usually let you do that? Yeah, and I brought oh, my yeah. wax. I brought yeah. my wax machine home, and I brought it with me where I'm at, and I'm waxing like myself instead of shaving. Yeah. So I like it. Every like four weeks, I like to wax myself really good. Mm.
1: Okay. Guys, I I love you. We'll see you next week. I'm going to be ending the video chat room. Go ahead, Chuck. You had a final thought, Chuck. Go.
3: Say it again. No, I don't know what you started
0: there with Carlita. She got into some wax
3: story. And then, I know. I, know what I was going to tell you about. All right. <laughs> the, only, the only place I can think about being waxed, I don't want to get waxed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's that's Carlina Renee. There's Chuck Galletti. There's Bill Bender. Video chat will do this next week. And we may even open up the, uh, the meeting ID to other people who want to call. And hell, pretty soon we may do this and not even worry about phones right now. Guys, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week on the GLC. Okay? Bye.
3: Thank you. We love you. All bye. right. I say hi to Chuck Booms. So I bye. will
1: see you guys. You. All right. Let me do bye this. Now. All right. Quit the room, and uh, you guys don't mind me. I'm I'm doing all this myself. I'm, I'm I am the the moderator. I'm the engineer. Uh, real quick, let me put uh, Chuck Boone on the line. Chuck, I'll be with you in one second. Let me tell you about Goldberry Roasting Company. Goldberry Roasting Company. The best part is, see, I don't do a lot of coffee drinking except on Wednesday. And that's because I do the show, and I'm doing show prep, and I love to make me some Goldberry Roasting Company coffee. I love My two favorites right now is Brazil. Well, Brazil was my favorite until I got a hold of Kenya AA. Woo, baby! You talking about having—I'll be 60 years old, guy willing, in uh, August, August 17th. And so, you know, as you get older, you need to talk about Geritol. Who needs Geritol when you got Kenya AA? Kenyans can win the marathon because they drink this stuff. GoldberryRoastingCompany.com. GoldberryRoastingCompany.com for your small business. If you want to deliver it to you, okay, Your, your local business, they will take care of you. Okay, my man Pete over at Goldberry is the freaking man. Send him an email. Pete. At goldberryroasting.com. Pete, at goldberryroasting.com. I, I talked to him yesterday. I said, hey Pete, send a brother, like three more of them Kenya AAs and three more Brazils because I like them. Today I'm drinking Guatemala, uh, Guatemala, which is a very mild, nice coffee as well. And I put all my sugar-free caramel in there, my sugar-free uh, tr- uh, Truvia, my sugar-free uh, 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 creamer, and I just freaking love it. Goldberry Roasting Company. Don't forget, right now, if you go there and you order – Put uh, coupon code Goldberry G L C. That's Goldberry G L C, and you get 10 percent off your odor. Oh, off your order. <laughs> 10% off your order, Goldberry Roasted Company, that's some damn good coffee, goldberryroasted.com. All right, time to lower the boons with the main man, Chuck Boons, every week, 1245 or somewhere close to it. We bring in Chuck Boons, and Chuck, at some point, we'll get, I'm still working on this technically, so in at some point, right now, the video chat can hear you. But you on the phone can't hear the video chat, so that's why I didn't put you on with all the other show members. But as of right now, you're a solo. You got the stage for yourself. What's going on with you?
5: Yeah, I thought for a second there that Carlita and Bender and Chucky didn't get the memo that I passed my coronavirus test already. So I thought <laughs> they're like, give me off the phone or the video thing. They thought they could catch it through that. Hey, uh, Marty, on that Kenya AA in Brazil... That's ironic. Those are your favorite coffees. Those are also two of the waxing styles that Carlita does. <laughs> you can you can head over to her house for the Brazil. I like the Kenya AA myself. Um, I'm actually going over uh, with one of her sons, and uh, we're both going to get our bikini area shaved in the shape of Nebraska. And then when we go out on the town, we're going to go up to Chicks and go, Hey, honey, you ever been to Omaha? <laughs> so... Um, at any rate, yeah, no, Kenya AA in Brazil for coffee. It's so funny that, that you have that on Wednesday. My buddy Kate takes care of me on Wednesday, too, only today he's getting me lava cake and granddaddy purple. And I'm pretty sure it isn't coffee. But anyway, any rate, so how are you, Marty Allen?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Oh, it's always a pleasure, my friend. <laughs>
5: Yeah, oh, and, and a shout-out to, uh, is it Joe Avello from Southern Experience?
1: Yes, I've known him for, like, over 25 years now. We used to work together a, in radio. Yeah,
5: yeah, what a super sweet guy. He and I have so much in common. I, too, don't want to come on a show and offend anybody. I felt, I felt like me and him were so much the same kind of guy. You know, you just come on, you don't want to offend anybody, and all that. And I thought, wow, me and Joe are really alike.
1: He's a good guy, really good guy, and... Uh... We've been friends for a long, long time, and we've continued to be friends. They, you know how it is in radio, Chuck. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. you 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 know wow. the job. Radio jobs come and go. Most people who are in the business for a long, for an extended period of time, most of the time they're going to move around to different cities, different states. Right.
5: But I'm still the... friends. I can tell you, I'm still friends with radio people in every town I worked in and every station I worked at, except ninety two three the fence. <laughs> And that's totally understandable. All they, all they decided to do is take all my creative ideas and everything and use them on every other show and then pretend that I wasn't the backbone of the entire station when, of course, the entire city of Cleveland knows. That's not the truth. The truth is it was all. When Kylie and Booms came on, you know, Marty, you're a longtime veteran working with Triv all those years. Yep. And, um, and Triv even said to me, he goes, dude, when you and Kylie came on, it was like nothing anybody had ever heard. All the other shows were like these plain Jane sports shows. And now they're all crazy sound effect bits, <laughs> you know, this, that, let's play a game show, let's do this. But none of them did any of that until I brought Kylie and Boone from the national stage to my hometown. And, of course, the thanks I get is uh, – uh, Nobody at the station ever really talks to you, so that's all right.
1: And what's funny, before I let you uh, get started on what you got for me this week, it's funny you say that because I thought it was ironic, and I tell people all the time when they ask me the the stories, I say it's ironic that on the day that I got fired, the ratings came out, and we were number one in afternoon drive for the 33rd time over my tenure as executive producer of the show. So at 11 a.m., the program director came in. I won't say his name. Ray Davis came in. And <laughs> threw I, the...
5: won't say, I won't say his name either. Right. Ray Davis. right.
1: He came in and threw the uh, ratings on my desk and said, congratulations. I said, thank you very much. And then that was at 11 a.m. on Ratings Day, number one. And then at 5, 10 p.m. when it's time to go right after traffic, when it's time to go take a pee, that's when they fire me. They don't even give me the dignity to, to finish the show. They fire me in the middle of the show in the biggest drive time hour, which is the 5 p.m. hour where everyone listens, coming home from work, and that's when they fire me. That's the thanks I get for helping the show be number one for 33 times. But I digress. Go right ahead. And
5: after all the years of loyalty and everything,
1: yeah there there's no loyalty and the and the fact people ask me all the time Chuck and you attest to this they say Marty your show is so good you're such a talented guy why aren't you back in radio I say, because
5: I say you That's my favorite one yeah least, uh, well, one simple answer i don't
1: own any radio station <laughs> That's that's right but now i do damn it I can be on whatever the hell i want no rules no that's restrictions it. baby Well that's it's
5: so funny because i was i was let go on a thursday too um, it was a uh, Thursday, May 9th, 2015. We had just had an incredibly funny show. It was really good. And on Fridays, you know, we had our usual, we did the idiot pop quiz and all these staples that people, you know, loved. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we always did a header behind, which, uh, was one of my great concoctions and, uh, great, you know, great fun, stupid thing to play. People love But, you know, it's just a regular sign-off. And see you guys tomorrow. Got a great idiot pop quiz for it. Blah, 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 blah. Um, You know, on our show, we always did the countdown, where it was how many days till whatever, how many days till Easter, how many days till opening day, how many days till the Kentucky Dirt, whatever the hell we wanted it to be. And the next thing I know, I'm in the office, and they're like, uh, it was, I had a five-year deal. And I was finishing my fourth year, headed into, I was already into the fifth year, but they had to tell me as per my contract that, you know, whether I was continuing on or not. And the year always started August 29, August 30. That's when we went on the air. So basically I did four and a half years, and what they were doing was they were selling the station and, you know, uh, it, it it turned into, uh, I was only six months short of five years, which would have had me fully vested for my 401k and everything else where they have to match and everything, so...
1: Yeah, that that, uh, that, that that's kind. It,
5: That'll cost you a big chunk of change. That that that
1: that's and the funniest part is that and then we'll continue on with the show because I know you got some great info for the yep. for the audience. It's funny because uh, you know the program director, who I won't say his name, Ray Davis, reads from a uh, prepared statement and he's reading it and he's shaking and he says. Uh, per your contract. There's a clause in your contract that says that we could fire you for absolutely no reason at all. We are exercising that right. And you are hereby fired for absolutely no reason at all. And I just kind of looked at him like, are you kidding me? We're number one. So you're firing me for no reason at all. Yes, that's true. Okay. Thank you. See you later.
5: Well, remember when Kylie and Booms went on the air? This is my last thing. We had a point zero one. We were taking over some modern music station, and we were the first FM sports talk ever in Cleveland. And I was the first guy hired at ninety two three The Fan by uh, a great guy, great friend, and, and a true talent, Dave Popovich.
1: My man, love him,
5: a, AKA Skippy. And uh, but uh, you know, Pop. Pop and I were meeting in secret, uh, no one knew, and I didn't tell anyone. And then uh, uh, I suggested we do Kylie and Booms, and then they flew Kylie and I to Dallas to do some run-throughs down there so no one in Cleveland would know. They really did quite a an amazing professional job in making sure nobody knew it was coming. Um, and then, um, you know, and then we, uh, we hit the airways with something like they'd never seen before, and we had, like I said, a point zero one, and Rover had like a twenty. I mean, that's how big a lead he had. Within, I think it was the first four months, maybe something like that. Um, we had the thing all the way down to uh, Rover had come from like a twenty-two down to a fourteen, and we had shot up to like a. 10 or 11, so we were right on Rover's ass, and we were the only show to ever pass him and be number one in morning drive uh, in Cleveland for all those years at Rover, who, you know, I don't have anything bad to say about it. I actually get a kick out of him. Yeah, Um, He called me after I got fired, by the way, and said, thank God you got fired, dude. They were getting on my ass over here,
3: (laughs) so... The I Chuck Boom.
5: Yeah, I said, there you go, buddy. Now you can go out and shoot Roman Candles at cops again this summer. You don't have
3: to worry. <laughs> Chuck Booms
1: with Lord of Booms commentary. All right, I got, I got to 120 today, and then I'm going to play pickleball outside. So all you right, got so the stage up, right let's now. Let's Here we go. What,
5: yeah. Well, first of all, can I start with, I can't take our local news stations anymore. With the We're all in this together. And if I see one more frickin', you know, <laughs> maudlin story about, you know, uh, somebody singing out the window or, you know, uh, it, it just, it, it, it really what I wanted to say to kick it off is I'm really, I got an argument with a guy on Facebook last night. Everybody bragging about their charity work they're doing. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, Marty, but, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I have religion's a big part of my life, but I'm not, I don't go around and proselytize. But I do know one thing from Jesus in charity, you're not supposed to tell anybody about. Otherwise, it's not charity. Charity is from your heart when you feel like, you know, going to the soup kitchen and helping at the soup kitchen. And you don't call Channel 3 to fucking come down and, you know, film the whole thing. I go, look at me, Chuck Boone, along with Marty Allen, serving soup to the hungry. And boy, isn't that. I mean, you said that's not charity. That's shameless self-promotion and any of you out there that are doing this i'm calling you on the carpet it's bullshit and you ought to be ashamed of yourself i agree charity i have done charity all over this country marty and you know what unless we're together at a bar and you ask me i'll never tell you about it and i'll never tell anyone about it because then it won't be the same for me i did it because i loved I did it because I cared, and I did it because I knew it would make a difference. I didn't do it so that the local news stations would come down and show the owner of Town Hall in Ohio City or one of these bars, you know, having to go, look at us, look at us, look what we're doing for the community, look at us. That's bullshit, dude. Do it. Keep your mouth shut. Keep the cameras out. Let the people who are hungry come in and eat, and then through God's divine way, goodwill will spread throughout the community by word of mouth, Marty. People go, did you hear about Town Hall? And you go, no, I don't even know what that is. And you go, oh, it's a bar in Ohio City. They did the nicest thing. You don't call the G.D. cameras down to your bar or down to your thing or we started this great new charity thing. We said... It's not charity, folks. Keep your mouths shut. If you want to help people, God bless you. Do it with God's grace. Jesus didn't say, you know, uh, he who without sin casts the first stone at Mary Magdalene. And then he, like, called out the press and the newspapers and said, Hey, check me out, Jesus of Nazareth. Just saved the whore broad. She's been turning tricks forever, but I changed her. Catch me on my next thing when I change the blind guy and give him sight. I mean, it's just not what charity is, and it's making me nauseated enough.
1: Chuck Booms. Chuck Booms commentary, Lowering the booms. What else you got?
5: Well let's do uh, – we're going to end with a little question of the week for you, which I think will be fun, and we'll post it and people can comment on it all week, and then we'll attack it then with the rest of the crew and everything next week as to what everybody thought about it. Um, the other thing, too, is I'm getting tired of the word safe and safety, Marty, aren't you? Yeah. It's really making people anxious. It's making me angry. You know, stay safe and and everybody it reminded me my mother used to say, I you know, she goes, Where are you going? I said, Well, I'm headlining in Boston this week and she goes, Oh my god, that's a long flight from LA. Stay safe. I said, Yeah, I'll knock on the cockpit door and tell the pilot to take it slow. I mean, what do you mean stay safe? What am I gonna do? I'm getting on an airplane, I'm flying to Boston. If the engines fall off, I'm fucked You know. That's just how it goes. What do you mean, stay safe. Hey, everybody, stay safe. And we got to stay safe out there and keep a safe distance and safe this and say, When did this country become such vaginas? When did we become such cowards? I mean, you think of D-Day when the guys ran ashore on June 6, 1944, half the kids were going to get slaughtered before they even hit the beachhead? I mean, I doubt if they were in those LSTs when the ramp came down and the guy sitting there going, all right, Timmy, get in there, buddy. Stay safe. (laughs) Stay safe. Dodge those two million bullets that are flying at you from the top of the hill. Stay safe. Hey, What what has happened to this country? How about if I don't want to be safe? How about if all of us go back to being risk takers, which is what the country was built on? We didn't tell people in a Conestoga wagon heading out to the great unknown into the Midwest and the West to make settlements and settle this whole country. We didn't say, all right, now get out there, Zach and Julia, you know, <laughs> stay safe there, John I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Stay safe is, I, I hope I never hear it again.
1: All right, real quick, I think there's a phone call. I don't even know who it is because I don't have a screen. I'm just going to put it up. Hi, you're on the GLC. You got a question or comment? Yeah. Go ahead.
6: It's uh, difficult right now, you know. But at least the restaurants deliver, you know, food with alcohol, so I don't have to get on the road because it's just really problematic for me to be on the road right now. Just looking for a little bit of guidance.
1: Okay. So, uh, what is it that you'd like?
5: Do uh, you want
1: me to tell to stay safe? Are you there, caller?
5: Just want to know
6: how to stay safe. You know, I just, you know, I'm, I'm so trapped in the house, and I've been drinking a lot. I just get tempted to get on the road and drive.
1: Don't do that. No. Okay, d- d- don't, don't do that. Don't, don't. Don't go drinking and driving, okay? Because not, yeah, only not, yourself, idea, not only are you going to hurt yourself, not only are you going to hurt yourself, you're going to hurt other people. And you do not want that on your conscience. And at, at this point right now, you do not want to be in prison because it's, in Ohio, 75% of the people are testing positive for COVID-19. So you, uh, so again, I'm not going to say stay safe. I'm just going to say stay smart. Don't yeah, be drinking COVID-19 and driving.
5: Is not, COVID-19 is not your worst problem in prison. It's the two guys that make you their bunkmate. But covid second. <laughs> Uh, look, if you're lonely and you're feeling trapped, pick up your phone and call your congressman, call your governor and call everybody and tell them to open the city and the country back up so that you can get back to your normal life and everybody else and you don't have to feel that way. That's my suggestion, Marty. Yeah. The
6: only congressman that I had faith in, he, he died because his tractor ran over him like five years
5: ago.
1: Uh, you know.
5: Yeah, Jimmy Trafficking, yeah. he was a superstar. I loved him
1: now uh, sir uh, sir you can you don't have to give me your real name just give me a name to call you what what, what's the name i can call you
6: jason
1: jason yeah okay so jason are you shut in were you working before the quarantine happened or have you been a stay-at-home person for some time now i just
6: you know haven't worked
1: in 10 years was it because of an accident or, or, or physicalness or, or or what? He may
5: have worked. He may have worked for Ray Davis.
1: <laughs> yeah. What What did you What was the circumstances surrounding you not working anymore as of ten years ago?
6: I I had too many moving violations, and my job required me to uh, to drive. And so once they found out about that, they they uh, they dismissed me, and then I just kind of lost it.
1: Now, are, are you, so right now, are you on, like, a disability? How, how, how do you get income? What's what going on there?
6: I, I get uh social security.
1: Okay. And did
5: Probably social security disability.
1: And so did dude, you... Dude, if
5: you're, if you're having mental issues and all that stuff, which is no different than if you broke your arm or anything else, Nothing to be ashamed of. The one thing you should do, though, is reach out. There's a lot of helplines out there. You know, if you need to talk to people, you know, reach out and talk to people. You'd be surprised. Those are the ones that aren't asking for uh, TV cameras and everything to cover them. They actually do it because they do care. And I think you'll find, if you reach out, you'll find some pretty good people out there that care. And if you need help, they'll be there to lend a helping hand. That's, That's what it's supposed to be. I take it one minute at a time. I bought a, a Nick Chubbs jersey. And they said I'm not going to get it until September.
1: Well, but, those, those, uh, Jason, those are insignificant things in your life. I on uh, my ch- I
5: don't know. I Marty, if you want to get me a Nick Chubbs jersey, <laughs> I'd be ecstatic. I don't <laughs> know if I want to wait until <laughs> September. But I don't I don't think that's insignificant, dude. He's excited about the Browns. There I, you go. Understood. Well, be, be excited about something, Jason. And uh, if you want, call us next Wednesday and let us know you're feeling better. How's that? Okay, Jason. Yeah, you guys are great.
1: Thank you so much, Jason. All right, well, and, uh, see you, buddy. And, and, and hang in there. And Jason, before, before I go, just remember, please, you said you had moving violations in the past, and that was one of the reasons why you lost your job. The last thing you want to do is drink and drive, okay? Drink as much as you want at home. Don't yeah. go driving when you drink. Okay, Jason, make sure you call us again, okay, my friend? All right, buddy. All right, bye bye. Wow. Okay. All right, Chuck. We got about five minutes. Go ahead.
5: Uh. <laughs> you lost your train of thought. <laughs> you were gonna, you were gonna Is throw it...
1: out a question or something, a poll or something. I, I haven't, I haven't
5: felt like this since I was headlining in Miami, <laughs> and the middle act went up and sucked ass for like twenty minutes. <laughs> And people just sat there, and, and they were just horrified. No one laughed. And then I remember getting up there going, hey, I'm another ant for, and I don't even know what the fuck his name was, but it was so god-awful. <laughs> I like, gonna tell the audience, nothing better than following something like that. I couldn't possibly do bad. That guy was just, uh... If I just spent the next five minutes telling Northeast Ohio how to fix a fucking toaster oven, they'd be like, "God damn, is that funny?" (laughs) So, you know, there's no way I can lose here. (laughs) All right, uh, okay, yeah, I love you, bro. I got news for you. if way davis is listening today or even my old boss andy ross we both might get a call with two job offers for that <laughs> I, I can't expect. ignore everything i just said about the news media being a whore get a copy of that and send it to three five eight and nineteen and show them the fucking charity we just did good god it's incredible. I, I changed
0: my mind. Okay, good. Uh, go on, man. I got tears coming over. i I'm sorry. You, you were
1: going to throw out before we get out of here. You were going to throw out a poll question and something for people. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to save some oh, of this for
0: next week. I got a lot of, I got a... Hey, listen. If you have any
5: extras on uh, Kenya AA, <laughs> get it over to Jason, will you, please? <laughs> uh, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh okay. Jason, I wanna thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart. I wouldn't have drinked until five, but this <laughs> on that. I I plan on being pig drunk by the time General Hospital starts at three o'clock. <laughs> So,
1: uh, I love it. No wonder uh, no you wonder you're you're, you're you're such a funny comedian. no wonder you are one of the top comedians in the country, <laughs> man. You
5: just freaking you kill oh, me every weekend live laughing my asshole. Yeah. Oh. Well now, oh, I uh whew yeah, I'm not sure I'll ever be the same. Um uh, I I have the sudden urge to go to the cemetery and put flowers <laughs> on people's graves I never met. Ah, <laughs> For me. no reason. <laughs> I just want to go there and sit out, and if someone comes up and goes, Catherine Brewster, is that your mom? And I go, no, I have no idea who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just brought her some mums. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'll, I'll leave you with this. Uh, Oh, the my average goodness. age, Marty, <laughs> spe- speaking of funny things, the oh. average age of death oh. in Ohio uh, from COVID-19 is uh, 79 <laughs> years old. 79 in Ohio, the average national age, ready for this, Marty, well, 74. Wow. Wow. 74.
1: Well, that means at least I got uh, hopefully another 14 years. I'll be 60 in August.
5: Yeah, well, you'll you'll make it. I, uh, I hope so. My birthday's not till next March, and um, after the last twenty minutes of Jason, there's not a chance in hell I'm going to make it till next March. So, uh, in many ways, I guess I owe Jason a big thanks <laughs> I really was I wasn't that thrilled about the idea of making it till next March anyway. Oh so, my
1: God! Now, um, that's, and that's got to tell you now, people. This is why you understand
5: the importance of call screeners when you do a talk show. Oh, my God. I mean, that is... Yeah. You know. oh,
0: okay, finish.
5: you at the county festival and all those little ducks are going by on that thing and you go, oh, fuck it, I'll grab one. Ah! And you pick it up and you turn it upside down and it says, you just want a Lincoln Town Car. And you're like, what? That's unbelievable every other duck gets you like a stuffed snake that's worth a quarter. And I just reached in and won the Lincoln Town Cup. Oh, my God.
1: Okay, go ahead. Finish up so I can get the hell out of here. I'm dying. I got got
5: to give you the question. So here's the question I want everybody to contemplate. And you can put it up on the site and then we can do it and all that stuff. So noting that the average age of death (laughs) is 74 nationally, 79 in Ohio. If somebody said to you, and unfortunately, Jason, you're going to have to sit this one out. This is for people with jobs. But the, 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 the average age is 79 in Ohio. If somebody came to you, Marty, or me, or even Jason, what the hell, we'll throw him in. He used to be a driver. And said to you, Jason, Chuck, Marty, look, you guys have great jobs, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But... We need you to quit your job. So picture your job, Marty, back at TAM. Jason's back driving. I'm at 92. We're all making good money. They say you have to quit your job. There's no guarantee you'll ever get your job back. I know Jason's thinking I know that. Uh, You know, you never get your job back. But if you quit your job and you have nothing, no money coming in, you can save one person's life that's 79 or older in Ohio. Would you do it? That's your question. Wow. Would you do it? Would you Would you quit your job? And, in fact, we won't even make it 79, which is the average age of death. Okay. Let's just lower it to 70. We'll make it 70. 70 or 75, whatever. I'll let you pick it, Marty, for the website. So okay. 70 or 75. Would you quit your job? Let's say, Marty, you're making... Hundred twenty five, hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand, whatever it is at TAM. I'm making the same at ninety two, and all of a sudden somebody says, uh, "You know, Chuck, you have to give up that salary, Marty. You have to give up that salary, and if you do, you're going to save one person from dying of Corona that's seventy or seventy five. Now you don't know if the seventy five year old dies the next day of heart disease. So you have to give up your job." And in return for that, you're going to save one life of somebody 70 or 75 years old. Would all of you out there do that? Think about it. Make some comments. I won't tell you my answer. Don't tell me her answer. I think yeah. we know Jason. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll jump into it next week. But it really brings it into perspective, Marty, when all of a sudden – Because the whole thing is about we got to save lives, and the other people are saying, bullshit, we got to open the economy. Well, now this question puts both of them together. Would you be willing, you know, how everyone says, you got to save lives? Well, that's easy for that news anchor to say on Channel 19, she's making $115,000 a year, and it doesn't affect her, but everybody else who had a small business had to lose their small business and their life's work and life savings for what?
1: Great question. Really, really, really great question. I'm going to make sure I get that up on Galetti's last call and uh, get some comments, and then we'll have some. Uh, and I'll give you my answer next week, and uh, hopefully I'll get your answer and, and get some of the comments from the uh, from the listeners and viewers yeah, of the I mean, show. Okay?
5: Galletti, you and I known Galetti for how long? He's got one of the biggest hearts. Yep. Uh, which is good because he needed one organ on his body to be big. And, right. Uh, <laughs> he's got one of the biggest hearts. Of anybody you'd ever want to meet. But Chuck had a great show, you know, on TV and yeah. at Channel 3. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering, there's a guy who would give you the shirt off his back, but if it came push to shove, would he give up his career and his job at Channel 3 or, you know, his thing on Sports Time Ohio or any of that stuff? Would you walk away from that and in return... Uh, you'd give somebody that's 75 or older a chance to live. Uh, It's a little different when you think about it like that. You're
1: you're exactly right. Chuck Booms with Lower the Booms every week here, 1245 on the GLC Show. I love you, my friend. Let's try to get that video chat hooked up for next week, and this way I could keep on the other uh, cast members longer with you so that everybody can hear each other okay, and see each other, all
5: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking to J.G. again today and all that stuff, so... We'll, uh, we'll get that going. My best to Carlita. Uh, I'll see you, Carlita, tomorrow, 3.30 for the uh, Brazilian wax.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> uh,
5: Bender, take care. Galetti, and my best. And Marty, love you, Daddy. And um, you just take care. Have a great week. And we'll be back at it next Wednesday, partner.
1: You got it. Love you, brother. Take care.
5: Love you, too. See you. Bye-bye. Chuck
1: Booms with Lowering the Booms every Wednesday at 1245 or somewhere close to that right here on the goc oh my god he had me crick and dying laughing my rear end all that's right he's such he's so talented but he's like myself and other people who have been outcast we didn't do anything criminally wrong it's just that we are opinionated and we don't just lay down and take crap from people who want to dish crap out to us we have we have an opinion and we say an opinion and sometimes that can get you blacklisted in the business. But you know what? You do the next thing. You go, make, you, you go create and build and own your own radio station and your own radio network and your own radio show in your own home. And nobody could ever fire you again. As long as you pay for the internet. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for me. I'm going to play some outdoor pickleball. I'm going to the one one of the few places that's left that I can go play pickleball. I'm not even going to say where it is, but because I don't want them to <laughs> get in trouble because they and they got a big sign that says please you know please practice social distancing. So when we play. We play doubles and pickleball, and we're at least six feet away from each other. We don't shake hands. We don't touch rackets. We don't no physical contact. We all bring hand sanitizer, and we have a good time playing because I got to tell you, I've just gotten fat, okay, since this whole quarantine thing. The two things that I love the most were pickleball and swimming. I miss swimming more than you could possibly imagine because two or three times a week, that was my sanctuary. I get under that water, and then I I have a, uh, a underwater MP3 player. If you are gonna go swimming, get yourself an underwater MP3 player. You put your favorite music on there. I do house music, you know, because that just gets me going. My strokes are going with the hand paddles and everything, and I' having a great time. It gives me an hour away from the world. I feel like a dolphin, like a fish underwater. And I haven't been able to do that now for over a month, and I'm just clamoring to get back. I'm hoping that when they do the song, if and when they do the soft opening, that will, it will include my local YMCA's because I got to get back to my routine, you know? And I'm, I'm eating good. And it's a force of habit. It doesn't matter. You know, when you're home all the time, and for me, I was talking to my, my uh, wingman, Dirty Kurt, who uh, is a producer of, uh, assistant producer of the Cavaliers Radio Network. And I check in with him once a week. and I say, hey, how you doing? Haven't heard anything over there. He goes, I'm bored out of my mind. And I said to him, listen, If this is, other than running out of money at some point here in a few months, if I don't get back to work, you know, I am, if this is what retirement is like, I could get used to this. I truly am. But see, it's different for me. Because see, I got my studio here. I got the record, I got my, my live studio, and I got my recording studio, and I do my talent voice work. And so everything I can do, I can stay connected to the world right here from home. I want to have to deal with people. It's fantastic. But I do want to get back to my workout routine, my swimming and my indoor pickleball with all my friends. I miss some; There's like almost 60 of us. You know, we haven't seen each other, but some of us, a group of about 10, will go and play outdoor pickleball. So that's what I'm going to do now. I love you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed the video chat. I'm still working on things technically you know, I, I right now I got everything like I wanted other than I can have the the phone the people can the people on video chat can hear the person on the phone, but the person on the phone can't hear the people from the video chat. That's my issue. But I got in a week to work on it, right? I love you guys, GLC for Lunch Bunch. As always brought to you by American Office Services americanofficeservices.com and of course goldberry roasting company with the kenya a.a i'm telling you go there right now goldberryroasting.com goldberryroasting.com put any code GoldberryGLC. you get 10 off your order get the kenya a.a get the brazil the guatemala is very delicious but the kenya a.a that will get you going Brothers and sisters, I love you guys. No music as usual until we all get back together because I'm like doing 20 different things. I love you. Oh, Chef Mark Periano, thank you for the sushi. I'm going to go play some pickleball and then I'm going to enjoy that when I get back. I love you and I love you guys too. GLC for lunch. See you next week right here on the Rogue Radio Network. Bye-bye.